Well, let's try that again. There's the microphone. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell, live with news and views from the Nefarium on December 2nd, 2021. I uh, have an interesting story today. Before we get to that, don't forget we have the short format vid chat. That will be tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time. Get your comments, questions posted in the comments section in the members area. But I want to get right to this. This article comes courtesy of one of our members, uh, KM, and it's a doozy for several reasons. And I want to, I want to explain why the situation in the United States is of concern to everybody. And that is depending on the direction that this goes in terms of the clash between several states and the federal government under President Brandonenko, um, this will affect everybody. So it's not, this article is not just of concern to Americans, it's really of concern to everybody. And I want to read the title of this article. I'll link it for you so that you can, you can read the whole thing. I'm going to be citing uh, quite a bit of this article. And then I'll give you my high-octane speculation as to what I think might be going on behind the scenes here. This article is titled, 15 States Threatened to Pull $600 Billion Dollars from banks that won't give equal service to the energy industry. Uh, and here we go. This article is by Tristan Justice, uh, who's the Western correspondent for The Federalist. Um, and here we go. Quote, 15 state financial officers sent a letter to U.S. banks last week noting that $600 billion in assets they pledged to take elsewhere if the financial institutions embrace corporate wokeism and prohibit financing to the fossil fuel industry. Led by West Virginia Republican Treasurer Riley Moore, the group promised collective action in the form of an economic boycott. And citing the West Virginia State Treasurer here, just as each state represented in this letter is unique in its governing laws and economy, our actions will take different forms, they wrote in the letter obtained by the Federalist. However, continuing, the overarching objective of our actions will be the same, to protect our state's economies, jobs, and energy independence from these unwarranted attacks on our critical industries. Signatories to the letter putting banks on notice include the chief financial officers from Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Louisiana, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Carolina, South Dakota, Utah, Wyoming, Alabama, Texas, and Kentucky, in addition to West Virginia. Continuing, President Joe Biden, this is the article again, has been aggressive in quickly curtailing oil and gas development as promised on the campaign trail. Beyond the illegal suspension of new leases on federal land, 
the prohibition of new drilling sites on major untapped reserves, and higher fees in the pipeline for new energy exploration permits, it's the administration's pressure on Wall Street to refuse investment in the capital-intense industry that's dealt the biggest blow to producers, spiking prices at the pumps in the process. We can't get capital because they're putting so much pressure on banks not to lend to us in the name of climate change, explains Kathleen Sagama, president of the Denver-based industry trade group known as the Western Energy Alliance. <laughs> this Here comes the coup de grace. <laughs> Biden's nominee for an important regulatory role at the Treasury Department, however, shows no sign of, of an administration easing up on Wall Street. Cornell Law Professor Saleh Omarova, who was tapped to lead the office of the Comptroller of Currency, said she wants fossil fuel industries to go bankrupt. <laughs> okay. Uh, by the way, Saleh Omarova, uh, we like to call her Sticky Fingers Omarova after a <laughs> suggestion from Catherine Fitz, uh, has, was arrested in her college days for shoplifting. So in other words, uh, we're not only going to bankrupt you, we're going to just outright steal from you and then be nominated <laughs> a thief, a common thief, to be <laughs> to be the comptroller of currency. All right, now, here's my problem with this. Now, I, for those of you who are all into climate change, I'm sorry, I'm not in your camp, <laughs> okay? I think, I think shutting down... Uh, <laughs> The fuel and gas industries in the world is just sheer suicide, all right? So write all of your angry notes to me. You're not going to convince me. You can hate me. <laughs> Go right ahead. I'm just not in your camp. I never will be. I never have been, and I never will be. But here's my problem. Let's assume that these states do pull their money out of these banks. The question then becomes, where do they put it? There are, unfortunately, a lot of woke corporations in this country that are using their financial clout to push this nonsensical agenda. And here's what I suspect may be in play. And I grant you folks that I'm speculating wildly here. I don't have other than a general contextual sort of argument, uh, I don't have any evidence that this might be in play. But I will bet you dollars to donuts that some discussion along these lines has already been privately held. And the reason I say that these discussions may have already been taking place is because we've had signs, little indicators from a number of these same states mentioned in the article, that they are taking definite steps for some sort of financial independence. We've got the Texas Bullion Depository. We've got South Carolina's Bullion Currency Legal Tender Resolution, and so on and so forth. In other words, the uh, bill in South Carolina that recognized bullion, silver and gold bullion, as legal tender. And the interesting thing about that 
uh, law in South Carolina is it did not specify that that gold or silver coins had to be denominated in dollars. It was simply bullion, all right? So what's the next step? I would not be a bit surprised that if these states do take their money out of these banks, and let's understand what we're talking about here, pension funds and so on and so forth. If they do remove their money from these banks, I suspect that they will want to ensure that that money is invested in financial institutions that they have more or less direct supervisory control of so that they can determine that there will be no wokery in, in the financial institution. So in other words, look for them possibly, and I'm, I'm again speculating here, to start either state development banks or regional development banks under the control of a consortium of these states to invest their, their uh, state monies, if indeed they pull the trigger on this and take that money out of these big financial institutions. Um, I would not be a bit surprised to see something like that kind of development take place. If that does happen, then, folks, what you really have is yet further, I would say, indicators of the fact that the cultural divide in this country between between the states and the federal government is reaching a boiling point because the federal government, in a certain sense, is waging war on a certain segment under this misadministration, on a certain segment of the American population, those involved in the energy industry. So this is a huge development here as far as I'm concerned, folks. It's one to watch very carefully. And again, my argument here is these states would not be contemplating this kind of action if they had not already discussed amongst themselves where they're going to put that money if indeed they do pull the trigger. So in other words... This letter would never have been sent unless those discussions had already taken place. Now, whether or not those discussions involve things like setting up regional uh, state development banks and so on and so forth, I don't know. But again, I would not be a bit surprised. And that means that you're seeing the emergence. And this is the real bottom line here. If that's the case, you're seeing the emergence of a new financial system. And that's the bottom line. If that goes ahead, then these states, if they do construct these regional development banks and so on and so forth, uh, that will give them the uh, ability to issue bonds and so on and so forth. This is a huge story, in other words, folks. And it snuck, you know, it snuck almost under the radar. I would not have even known about this had not KM sent the article to me. So my thanks to you uh, for bringing this to my attention. This is one to watch. Uh, and to watch carefully. We'll see if it goes anywhere. But like I say, these states would not be doing this if they had not already discussed uh, the long-term implications of their of their pondered action. Um, oh, pardon me, in the chat room, Luca Adam Adamovic says, any news about the Chinese defector? 
Not in this country, Luca. Um, the American media has been almost completely and totally silent about it. And I don't know about uh, about foreign banks. But, uh, yeah, this is my new hat, by the way, folks. So, <coughs> pardon me. Yeah, and Mirror13 in the chat room says, the battle of finance capital versus equity capital is underway. Yeah, yeah. Finance capital backers will try to backfill abandoned banks with worthless paper. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. This, this is a huge story and it is about finance versus equity capital. And, um, you know, going, going to the point of uh, Saleh Omarova or sticky fingers, um, you know, you could not get a more radical nominee, uh, than, than she, for the comptroller of currency. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I chose this hat, yes, because we're talking about, <laughs> about financial. It's really nothing but a short crown, flared crown top hat. Um, what's going on with the secret space program and its own conflicts? Um, I, 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 it's hard for me to respond to that because we'd be here all day. But they're they're rushing forward on the privatization of it and so on and so forth. And by the way, uh, the other the other thing I need to tell everybody and thank everybody for putting up with me. Bruno is back. I I did manage to get Bruno fixed yesterday, so Bruno is back. Anyway, uh, Luca, no no news about the Chinese defector. At least not on the American media. But you know that's par for the course. The American media is one of the most worthless of all lamestream medias in the world. Anyway, that's one to watch, folks. Don't forget, tomorrow, uh, short format bid chat at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time. As usual, I'll be in there early for a little pre-chat banner. This is the format where you post your questions and comments as the comments in the comments section on the members area of the website. Anyway, um, wow. Reichenfaust says, thank you for your answer. You taught me much with your books when you talked about the shape memory metal in Roswell. Oh, <laughs> you're more than welcome. Anyway, we'll see you uh, next week, folks. Don't forget, uh, this month, all of the vid chats are stacked early. I'll be taking time off during the holidays, no blogs or anything like that. So we've got after this vid chat tomorrow, we've got two more this month, and then I'm off for the holidays. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.